Looking for the next big thing in gaming? Well, it's only a few clicks away at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. It's called Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer. All the dealers have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. Live Dealer is broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop. And as long as you're within the New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Tablet, phone, or desktop, wherever you are, you can enjoy the Live Dealer experience. Play Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer today, in real time, seven days a week, now from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Blackjack, Roulette, Baccarat, all live in real time on GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer, truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey only, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. This is Dave Weishaddle, deep from the swamps of Jersey. And wow, do we have an hour of radio gold for you. We got a little esports and we got a little Hollywood for you coming up. First up, we'll be talking about the business of esports with Ari Fox of Fox Marketing, one of the creators of the upcoming casino esports conference being held at the Westgate Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas on September 7th and 8th. And then we got director Andrew J. Cohen from the new movie The House, starring Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler, which opens up June 30th everywhere. He's a real talented director and a really funny guy. And after that, we have a mailbag where we answer your questions. So stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Do you wake up with a sore neck or a bad back? Or maybe you just had an awful night's sleep? Must be the bed, right? Well, maybe it's not your bed. Maybe it's your pillow. That's why I use my pillow. I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. And now there's a great deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio 4-Pack Special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this 4-Pack Special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow Premium Pillows and two Go Anywhere Pillows when you check out with our promo code CARDS. You've heard the commercials about the 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty, and its patented interlocking fill. But really, get my pillow because you deserve a restful, deep, comfortable, and healing sleep. That's the Radio 4-Pack Special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with my pillow. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. 
with contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Night. Night. Not thrilling, but night. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you. You know, one of the hottest trends in gaming and casinos nowadays is eSports. Our next guest is at the forefront of the eSports craze. He is Ari Fox. Ari is an executive with Fox Marketing and the creator of the Casino eSports Conference being held September 7th and 8th at the Westgate Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. And we're lucky enough to have Ari on the phone with us. Ari, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you very much, Dave, for for having me on. It's a pleasure to always talk about uh, what's happening, and it's really exciting in the in the place of uh, the casino world and how things are formulating to create a whole new uh, uh, experience for new younger customers that are going to be the future of the casino industry. This is such a new field for many casinos and for many casino patrons. For those who don't know, what exactly is esports? Well, esports is it stands for electronic sports. Um, it's the it's literally people watching other people play video games on a competitive level. And if you could go back. I don't know, 30, 40 years when, um, you know, kids would gather in a, uh, in a, an arcade and people would compete one-on-one with the, uh, actual arcade game and you'd get the highest score. That's kind of like where it all started. Um, I think the very first esport competition was held at, uh, uh, down in Atlanta, Georgia, and I think it was Space Invaders and they had a big, uh, and it was about 30 people that showed up, but it was an exciting event where they had the huge, you know, um, video game, uh, uh, the old video game boxes that people would stand at and put the coin on and wait for the next game to play. And that's how it all started. And, you know, it was big. It was almost uh, bragging rights. That's basically the history of esports. And that's evolved uh, to something completely different when, it, when um, you know, video gaming uh, got online. You know, people were able to interact um, socially through video games and play, um, you know, uh, Call of Duty, uh, first-person shooter games, uh, Gears of War, Halo 5. So all of these games now have now created a community base where there are all these people who grew up playing them and now are playing them competitively for a lot of money. So it's it's actually a big thing happening. And, you know, there are billionaires that are looking into it. Mark Cuban, they're buying teams. And, you know, uh, Shaquille O'Neal and other um, people who have made money in other sports see esports as a viable future for competitive uh, sporting. Now, how did you become involved with esports? Well, I started, uh, we have an event called Gamicon, which is a video gaming conference for independent developers. And we started about um, four or five years ago, uh, setting up um, video game uh, developers. And at that conference, we also have eSport events. Uh, last year, we threw a very big uh, Smash, Super Smash Brothers tournament uh, called Olympus, which was streamed by Hitbox, um, and uh, that got a lot of uh, visual from the uh, online streaming companies as well. Um, so we started getting involved in it a long time ago, and just to give you a little background on our history, Fox Marketing was um, a marketing company that started working with the casino industry about 20 years ago. And uh, we've always come up with new ideas for the casino industry. Uh, and we were involved in um, creating the first ticketing program. Uh, we, we, we set up the software and programmed the first ticketing program for transportation to the casino industry uh, and to the casinos in Atlantic City where people would take buses back and forth um, on the, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the bus lines or the uh, line runs that they used to call them. So we created the first ever kiosk machines that also integrated them into the comp program with the casino. So, but we've always been sort of nerds, so to speak. Um, and we've always been very, in, um, my brother and I, Ben Fock, 
we've been very innovative in um, creating new concepts in the casino space and industry. So having all that said, um, with eSports, we got involved in that when we started uh, holding conferences for independent developers about four or five, four years ago. And um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a really a wild ride, and we're sort of it's it is two worlds though. You have the world of casino industry, which is very regimented and very business like, and then you have the esport world, which is much a much younger generation who are in control of that space, and it's connecting the two dots and 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 how they are going to evolve to create something new for the future. Was it a challenge? For, to get the casinos to embrace esports, or were they they wanted to attract a younger crowd? and They said, "Come on in, this is, sounds great." Or did they need some convincing to well, really people, go after it? A lot of people don't realize this, but when, you, when in 2011, now we're going back six years, Caesars Entertainment actually held a I think it was a gear, another Gear of War uh, esport tournament, um, and it was with no fanfare, with no uh, media coverage. It was a very small event. And, um, you know, it was just not, there wasn't a big, you know, the, the word esports now is you hear it everywhere. It's all over in, in every part of the media that you can think of. You have write-ups in the Chicago Tribune recently. I just read about that yesterday. And uh, the Los Angeles Times is talking about it and the New York Times. And so it, it's been around for quite some time. It just hasn't gotten the attention that the, um, the casino, to the casino industry. And the reason being is that the the um, esports wasn't mature enough to get or enter into that space. Now a lot of people have compared it to you you know the UFC and how the UFC started um, with their fights and stuff like that, and they started almost like in the casino venues as well. But there's so much more involved in this type type of um, sport. You can get so much more um, uh, information. And you can utilize esports in a much wider range um, for not just professional esports players, but for everyone. We'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast? Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. You're listening to the House of Cards. Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid! What do you mean, stupid? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, we are talking with Ari Fox, an executive with Fox Marketing and the creator of the Casino Esports Conference being held September 7th and 8th at the Westgate Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Now, like I said, you're one of the creators of the Casino Esports Conference. Can you tell us something about the conference? Well, uh, yes. For one, we're doing a lot of well, – at the Casino Esports Conference, we like to say that we're not doing – we're not just – continuously talking about what will be what you know what we can do we're holding the hands of the casino executives to introduce them to the esport world and that means tournament organizers people who provide um esport lounges uh people who provide the hardware software integration of wagering 
Um, all of that stuff is actually going there. People that are created all of this stuff that will be at the Casino Esports Conference. And not just that, we're going to have other games that are um, geared towards, and I, I will, everyone likes to use the words millennial, but the millennials really don't like to be called millennials. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I like to say, you know, the people who are of gaming age or gambling age, um, the 21-year-olds and older, um, we're going to be, they're going to be, there's going to be a special expo at the Casino Esport Conference of new games that are coming into the casino space that are more multiplayer um, and things that people have been hearing about in the news. So you'll actually, the casino people um, who work in the casinos will actually be able to feel, touch, hear, play, and understand what the culture is and understand what they need to do to metamorphosize their uh, gaming floors. See, that, that's great. I, I, I was reading your materials, and it looks like your, cover, your conference covers everything from legal to game creators and manufacturers. And in your materials, it says something very interesting. It says your conference is more hands-on for those attending. What, in your opinion, what does that mean when you're hands-on? That means making the deals. There you go. That, that, <laughs> that means setting up the setting up. You know, it's net, it's time to do it. It's time to start to look into your floor space, and it's already happening. I mean, there's a company called Gamblet who just recently has been in the news a lot about this, uh, this multiplayer um, social game that uh, is, a, is skill-based, and it's, on, it's based on speed, and you have your friends, you're standing around a game, and you're hitting a button, everyone's trying to like, compete with one another, but it's much more a socialized environment where people aren't just sitting in a slot machine anymore and sort of, you know, you know, just keep pulling the, the, and hitting the button and trying to win something. It's more like you're now competing with your friends. And that's the focus I think that the casino industry is moving toward, is that they under, they're beginning to understand that the 21-year-olds, um, uh, the younger generation that's moving into or going to be visiting these casinos, are looking for more of that multiplayer experience. They're looking more for that ability to... Have fun and also, you know, gamble at the same time. It's it's going to be more fun. There's no doubt about that because we're dealing with a generation of people that have, um, you know, very short attention spans. So we have to engage them in a way that they're going to constantly be getting new information, new games, and developing that in a way that they'll come back time and time again to play more. Um, so I think it's more about the volume and the visitation of these of these newer younger people and the actual games itself and how those will you know create much more of an integration into these these younger uh minds and how they want to play and have a good time at a casino as opposed to you know the older generations which was uh which was the old slot machines we're we're moving into a crazy exciting time which i find an incredibly fascinating because we're dealing with a whole new generation of, of, of people who have been stimulized by so much mm -hmm. uh, growing up. And they can't, they're not, you know, a slot machine is a slot machine. You can put, um, you know, um, Big Bang Theory on it or, or Batman or Superman or anything else like that that they have as far as the graphics are concerned. But it's, it's not to the tour, to, uh, uh, a 21 year old today it's just a slot machine <laughs> with cool <Yeah>. crap <laughs> um so it is an it is an exciting exciting time um to be part of this um this metamorphosis of the casino industry and i, I can say that because i've been involved in the casino industry for 20 years you know in many different ways and i've seen so much go on over the last 20 years and how you know there's been more casinos popping up here and there, but casinos have to be an entertainment mecca, a place where people are going to go as often as they would go out to a movie theater and have a good time and have fun. Um, and that's, I think, where we're moving towards. But it's not that we're saying casinos should make less money. I think they can make more. They just have to attract more people. So it's based on volume now. But you have to have the ability to have what people want at the, at, at the casino. So, but you, you touched on something that I, when I was looking at your conference, I, 
I thought it was a great idea because in the gaming world, when something is new like esports, there are certain challenges that people may not be aware of when getting into a new field like this. So what has been some of the early challenges that faced esports that they had to overcome to get it into the casinos? There's a big generational gap um, between the two groups. And as I said, esports is much more driven by um, the 21 and, and 21 to 40 year old uh, group. Um, and I think that the gap is that, you know, we, we have to understand that um, things have changed a lot in this country uh, and, and they've changed a lot in business. Um, you know, it's not, it's, it, you know, you, you have, I mean, look at, look at what you have out there. You have Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and Twitter and all the big companies are based on um, a volume based system. And um, I think the big sort of disconnect is, you know, how do you attract the volumes that you're looking for uh, as a casino and how, and that's the disconnect. It's, it's not, it's not like, okay, I'm going to bring that one person in and then try to um, see how much, you know, as a, as a gambler challenge them to see how much the casino could bring in based on a, on a per capita or per head basis. What we're looking more at is a structure of now we need to bring in a lot of people. And I mean, the casinos have always been about volume anyway, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's not more, it's more about, you know, the entertainment value that you're granting to the audience as opposed to, you know, what you can, what you want or what you have that's just been a very traditional gaming space. Ari, we only have a minute left. Uh, can you remind the audience again when and where the Casino Esports Conference will be held? What's the website for the event and how can people register for it? Sure. Um, you can go on to CasinoEsportComp.com. So that's www.casinoesportconf.com. And you can register to come to the eSport Conference. It's going to be held at the Westgate Hotel and Casino, which was formerly the Hilton, uh, the Las Vegas Hilton on the, uh, on the Vegas Strip. And um, it'll be uh, September 7th and 8th, and that'll also be running into our other conference called, the, uh, called GameCon, where we have all the new games and indie developer video games as well that casino people should check out as possibilities of integrating those developers into new games on our floors. So there's a lot going on there. Um, it's something I don't think anyone should miss if you're in the casino business, because this is the future. Ari Fox, executive with Fox Marketing and creator of the Casino eSports Conference. Thanks for joining us and telling us about the event. Thanks a lot, Ari. Oh, thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hanukkah, the German shepherd that I rescued, was stinky, skinny, and scrawny, full of skin rashes and scratching. And I started feeding Kanaka Dynavite, and he became such a happier, itch-free, stink-free dog that I dug deeper into the website. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. What if in addition to Dynavite, we do the raw beef and the egg diet and see what happens? Forget all these 50-pound bags, the formulated, extruded, processed cereal bits that cost a ton of money anyways. 
this dog's as close to a wolf as you can get. They're carnivores with just the raw meat and the eggs and the dynavite and super omega on top of it. It just balances out his body and his mind and his spirit. It's it's unbelievable. Hey, if you're thinking about rescuing a dog, you got to start them out on Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show, poker questions, you just want us to know about great places to play, or you just got bluffed out of a pot, your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. Looking for the next big thing in gaming? Well, it's only a few clicks away at goldennuggetcasino.com. It's called Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer. All the dealers have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. Live Dealer is broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop. And as long as you're within the New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Tablet, phone, or desktop, wherever you are, you can enjoy the Live Dealer experience. Play Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer today, in real time, seven days a week, now from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Blackjack, Roulette, Baccarat, all live in real time on GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer, truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey only, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of June 26, 2017. Last week, the Federal Trade Commission announced that it plans to oppose the merger of daily fantasy sports giants DraftKings and FanDuel. The FTC intends to file an injunction in federal court based on the fact that the companies control about 90% of the daily fantasy sports market. The complaint will be a joint filing with the support of the Attorney Generals from Washington, D.C. and California. Space Invaders have landed in Atlantic City. The Las Vegas-based slot and table game maker Scientific Games announced that the skill-based game Space Invaders have made their debut at Harrah's and Bally's Casinos in New Jersey. This will be the same arcade game that debuted in 1978, but this time you can play for real money. A spokesman from Scientific Games says that placement of the game in Las Vegas casinos will occur later this summer. And finally, a Queens woman is suing New York's Resorts World Casino for $43 million. Last August, Katrina Bookman was playing the Sphinx slot machine when she hit the $43 million jackpot. However, the casino refused to give her the money because they claimed the machine was malfunctioning. The casino, however, did offer Bookman a complimentary steak dinner and the $2.25 she put into the machine, an offer that Bookman refused. I think this case is headed for a big settlement. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. 
Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortley and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. You lose track of time in those casinos. There's no windows, there's no clocks, and you never walk away from the table when you're on a heater. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. You know, we all heard the slogan, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But what happens when Vegas is just down the street? That's the premise behind the great new comedy, The House, starring Will Farrell and Amy Poehler, coming out on June 30th. And we are lucky to have the director and co-writer with us, Andrew J. Cohen. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Andrew, this is a great concept with an amazing cast. You have Will Farrell and Amy Poehler playing a married couple, desperate to get some money to send their daughter to college, so they decide to open up an illegal casino. The idea is hilarious. How did you come up with that kind of idea? Well, it's funny. Like When I was in high school, um, that's exactly what I did. I would go to people's houses and play poker in their basement without their parents <laughs> knowing and it, it was always it always just seemed like a really funny premise um you know keeping it from your parents and having to live two lives almost and you, we thought we were gangsters or something um but we were really just a bunch of idiots playing cards <laughs> uh but then you know i i, I realized like after after i wrote neighbors um my manager said like you write people uh you know adults going through these these really big childish like problems why don't you make it about the adults uh, and that really just busted it wide open. Um, once you see it as, you know, parents trying to keep it from their kids, um, it's almost like, you know, the parents are acting like the kids and uh, their daughter, who's unaware of it, is acting like their parents. So that, that was kind of the fun of the premise. And, you know, it just busted wide open from there. You know, I was thinking that, you know, I, I grew up in the 80s. And every time I saw a comedy about a kid going to college, they were the one doing something crazy and irresponsible. And in this movie, it's the parents doing something crazy and irresponsible. That had to be fun to write. Absolutely. I mean, look, I have a lot of bad ideas. um, (laughs) And there a lot of them are really good premises for movies just because it's like, well, you know, everybody, everybody's got the same needs, like money for your kids. Like now I have, I have two, uh, I have two kids. I just had another daughter or I just had a daughter and I have a son. um, And I filled out my five, you know, the 529 I started and, the terror involved uh, in, in filling it out and saying, how the hell am I going to fill this up, uh, you know, is enough to just drive you crazy. So instead of just going crazy, you just write a script and then you make a movie and it sort of takes care of that anxiety. <laughs> and you can share it with the world and have them share it with you. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's cheaper than a therapist, I guess, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if we're, we're all in this together, we're all just trying to do best for our kids. Um, so, you know, you find if you can find the worst way to solve a problem, that's usually the funniest. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was a joy working with Will and working with Amy. They're, you know, true professionals. And it was it was a total gift, um, you know, being a first time director uh, to have those two as well as Jason Mantzoukas and just an amazing uh, supporting cast. You know, it's it's great to see. Will Farrell and Amy Poehler together on the same screen. I, I, they, I know they were in Blades of Glory, but they didn't have a lot of screen time together. This time they were exactly. really. To, this time they were really together. I mean, from day one, were they in rhythm with each other? They just seemed so natural together. Absolutely. Um, you know, we didn't have rehearsals on the movie, so day one was actually uh, day one of rehearsals for for. Will and Amy, and we had a scene with the financial advisor, the one where Will thinks, you know, and, and Amy think that they have four hundred one thousand dollars when it's it's <laughs> just a four hundred one k. I've made that mistake. I looked at a piece of paper and I thought I w- I had hit it big, um, and then I realized it was just a category. Um, but uh, but yeah, day one, the financial advisor scene. We did six different scenes, you know, like they, they, there was one premise of, the, of an improv that was like, you, you play our daughter 
and then we're going to try to explain to you that we've lost them. No, no, we, they play the dog. Sorry, let me take that back. So the, the premise of it was uh, Will and Amy were, were going to play the daughter, and then the financial advisor plays them and is trying to explain to them that they don't have enough money for college. And Will and Amy just took this premise, and for like 20 minutes, <laughs> we're, playing, uh, we're playing their daughter. Uh, it's really funny. It will never be in the movie, but it's certainly on the DVD. Um, you know, and so, so watching those two spark off each other, there's just uh, electricity in the room and then just something in their eyes that's so much fun to watch. Uh, they genuinely enjoy each other so much. Uh, did you ever have to rein them in? I, I mean, it, it must be fascinating to watch them work. And, I, and was there ever a point where I was like, wow, they just went somewhere I didn't think they should go? <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> It's a, it's a fun balance as, as a director, especially, you know, having co-written the movie, because you're, you fall in love with some of the things you've written, and you're, you're, you're definitely eager for them to do it and maybe try it a little differently, but I always love watching actors' instincts. Um, you know, they, they're embodying the character, they're living with each other, they're reacting off each other, so I, I'd almost rather capture what's genuine and authentic about their performance, and sometimes, you know, when, when I'm saying, the line says, I want it, <laughs> that sort of is a comedy killer versus, you know, if he says, I would like, I, I'm going to let him do that. But, you know, certainly um, with Jason Matsukis, I'll give you an example. Uh, he did a bit about a gorilla in a baseball hat in his house, and he kept talking to the gorilla as if he's a friend. And he literally did this in six different scenes in the movie. And I'm like, Jason, there's no way the gorilla in the baseball hat is going to be in the movie. And he's like, I know. <laughs> so it's almost like he's doing it for himself. And there's, you know, this perverse joke with himself that he absolutely committed to. But I, I love working with actors that are, you know, that committed and, you know, that confident that, that they'll pursue an idea that, of course, will be on the DVD. <laughs> uh, I never let anything go. I, I, I you know, all, all of these flights of fancy and all, all of the directions that um, these amazing actors took the characters and the plot in. I, I, I'll go down the rabbit hole. Like I love, if I have time, I will, I will explore it um, and throw, you know, throw out jokes or if I think of a line, I'll throw it out uh, at them. And I don't know. It's just sort of a fun, loose atmosphere. Um, and I try to, I just try to keep a, a good time on set. For a first-time director, you hit the motherload in a talented cast. Who are some of the other uh, actors in the movie? Um, we've got we've got this really great cast. Yeah. So so Jason Mansukis, I mentioned, who's uh, Rafi in the league. Um, uh, there's also Nick Kroll, who, who plays uh, Ruxin in the league and is also in Oh Hello on Broadway. Um, there's Rob Hubel. Uh, uh, there's, well, Cedric Yarbrough, um, Lennon Parham. Like, it's funny because all these people have are either on a show right now. Oh, Rory Scovel, who's got a, a Netflix comedy special coming out. Um, uh Jeremy, yeah, so you got Jeremy people, Renner, Academy Award. Yeah, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not that, yeah, not. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hey, mean to forget uh, about Hawk, uh, Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. We I, also. Uh, I'm here to help you. <laughs> he's a he's a blast. I mean, honestly, having having that kind of presence in your movie, um, the sort of dangerous, you know, not not your conventional comedian that you would always think of, but I, I love you know taking so, somewhat serious actors or action people and throwing them in. I mean, Steve Zissis, who was in togetherness, um, but you know, uh, he, he also is, is one of those guys who Alison Tolman, who was in Fargo, like they're more serious, uh, but to throw them in with a mix of really, um, crazy comedians, uh, that, that sort of tension creates a lot of, uh, fun, um, and unexpected sparks. How fun was it to shoot the scene where they catch the cheater? Because that was, <laughs> that was hilarious to watch. It, it, that was the initial premise. Like once, once it was like, okay, what if it's adults uh, trying to get, the, you know, trying to start a casino? Um, then it, it busted open in, in in the sense that I go, okay, well, me, I, like Andrew Cohen, how do I? What do I do when I see a cheater? Like. Uh, and I envisioned like kind of laying out like a saw, a screwdriver, a vacuum cleaner and being like, oh, yeah, this is coming for you, buddy. <laughs> so, you know, like that was just sort of the initial joke is like, what if like I can't be Heisenberg. Um, I, I even if I tried, I, I don't think I would be able to go through some of those things. So really trying to be a normal guy in, in the shoes of a gangster seemed like uh, endless comedy. Um 
just because I, for me, it's, it's like the premise of Breaking Bad is like everyone's capable of this evil. And I'm like, I don't think anybody's like, I'm not. I guess that's the premise. I'm not capable of this evil. So, so, um, so as a director, did you channel your inner Scorsese on that one or? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, the idea was always to do uh, a Scorsese in the suburbs um, and, and try to, you know, as the movie gets gets going and they go down the, the rabbit hole, it sort of gets darker and darker stylistically. And that was when it was really fun to, you know, give ode to Scorsese uh, or, you know, any of the gangster movies. Like, I watched a ton of gangster movies uh, just just trying to get into The Butcher and trying to get into that that look, almost like it's a, a genre movie that gets out of control. Um, so, you know, and I've, 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 uh, I've had a lot of experience just watching um, some comedy directors you know, who are super, super talented, like Judd Apatow and Adam McKay and Nick Stoller and Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Um, but I also worked for Adrian Lyne, who, who on, on, on the movie Unfaithful, and that guy's a cinematic mastermind. So, uh, you know, just the visuals that he could bring to a movie, like that was also part of the fun of it was like, how serious can I go at the same time that we're going super goofy? Because um, I thought like the more it looked like a gangster movie, the funnier it would be. Uh, just because they would be so out of place, um, so that was also kind of kind of the fun of making it was throwing that style at them and just seeing how they how they hung with it. Um, but watching watching will be Robert De Niro in Casino was a total joy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just uh, him in those glasses alone was such was was really really fun. Uh, he looked awesome. Uh, you, you mentioned something really interesting. Now you wrote Neighbors Neighbors Two yes. with Seth Rogen. Yep. Now you did the house. I got to ask you, what do you find so funny about the suburbs? I mean, did you grow up in a place like Fox Meadow, and which is the fictional place in the house? And it was like, you know, there's something underneath these pretty little houses. Yeah, you know? no, I'm glad you're, you're picking up on a trend. I like suburban crime revenge stories. Uh, I think, you know, Neighbors is Vigilante Justice in that, the suburbs. and this is, that, that is such uh, a new genre of movie. <laughs> you haven't heard of that genre oh, on yeah. Netflix? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I think I, I, I would love to keep making stuff in this vein. Um, I, I did grow up, I, my neighborhood growing up was Fox Meadow, um, in, in a town, uh, called Scarsdale in Westchester, New York. Okay. Um, and, and I think, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't trust the, the nice picket fences and white houses. I think I like imagining something dark going on underneath and, uh, there's something about like David Lynch Blue Velvet in a comedy version <laughs> that I think is really funny. That you know, despite all the the the, the shine and the glean, uh, there's something going on underneath, uh, like you said. So I don't know. Part, part of part of you know exploring that, peeking behind the curtain, uh, ripping the mask off, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's something fun about. Uh, you know, re- looking through how civilized we all act uh, and seeing like something underneath that's like a little, a little crazier, or a little funnier than we expect. Well, I think we're running out of time, and I just want to tell everyone the movie is called The House, starring Will Farrell and Amy Poehler, and it opens up June 30th. And don't forget to check out the website, thehousemovie.com. Director and co-writer Andrew J. Cohen, thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, Andrew, best of luck with the movie. I hope we talk again soon. Thanks so much. All right. See ya. See ya. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Do you wake up with a sore neck or a bad back? Or maybe you just had an awful night's sleep? Must be the bed, right? Well, maybe it's not your bed. Maybe it's your pillow. That's why I use MyPillow. I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. And now there's a great deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio 4-Pack Special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this 4-Pack Special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow Premium Pillows and two Go Anywhere Pillows when you check out with our promo code CARDS. You've heard the commercials about the 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty, and its patented interlocking fill. But really, get MyPillow because you deserve a restful, deep, comfortable, and healing sleep. That's the Radio 4-Pack Special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. 
Pro Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER. 24025-POKER. That's 24025-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Okay, play a fun word game with me. This will do it. What do you think of when you think of a hunting lodge? Hunt. Yes. What do you think of when you think of a rest home? Your rest. So, you see, we're going to associate the desert in with something beautiful. You don't think of anything here now, do you? Gambling. That's uh, why people come here. That's they right. gamble. They uh, want to go to hunting lodge. They go to Wisconsin. They want to rest. They go to New Orleans. They want to gamble. They come to Vegas. That's what it's called. Gambling. Las Vegas gambling. You see signs around this town with guys with guns shooting ducks. It's a gambling play. They don't shoot ducks, raccoons, beavers. They come to gamble. Welcome back, everyone. It's Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. This is my favorite segment, the mailbag segment, when I'm joined in studio by Dave Weishattle. Just reminding you, if a member of our audience has a question for our mailbag, you can email us at info at houseofcardsradio.com, tweet us at HOC Radio, leave a message or text on the House of Cards hotline at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. And if we choose your question to answer on air, you'll receive a BorgataPoker.com baseball hat, a BorgataPoker.com com t-shirt a house of cards custom poker chip and a deck of official hooters playing cards provided by our friends at hooters of princeton new jersey well we have a question from al from houston i'm a fan of the world series of poker and would love to see it in person i have limited vacation time so i was wondering when was the best time to go to vegas to see the tournament as a non-playing tourist would it be better to go in the summer to see the different events or should I wait and go in the fall when the final table occurs? Ah, now this is very, very interesting yeah, question. Yeah. If he is a non-player, it really depends what he wants out of his visit to the World Series. The most drama that you have is certainly the final table. So if his interest is, as a tourist, comparable to somebody wanting to go to the World Series of baseball or... Uh, a, a f- defining moment of competition, like you would go to the Final Four, then you want to go in November. Um, y- it's a spectator event then, and there are stands, and you, small, indoors, but you can sit and be part of the rooting section for one of the players that you may decide to choose as your champion. Okay. Um, now I'm assuming you have to buy tickets. No. This. No, really? Free. Just walk, look just at walk that. in. Look at that. You just walk in. It's free, uh, at least... It has been. Now, maybe they'll see this as another revenue yeah, stream. Right. I doubt it. It's, it's, to be honest, it's not a great spectator sport because unlike watching it on TV, mm-hmm. you yeah. don't see the whole cards. But certainly there are no monitors around the uh, table or anything like well, that. So you're monitors, not going to be really – Interestingly okay. enough, there are monitors that have the TV portion but without the whole cards. So you have big screens that you can watch. 
you know, for reactions and for the close-up sure, shots, sure. but you don't see the whole cards because they're delayed, I think, 10 to 20 minutes. Now, there are monitors around the Rio, maybe even in the room, where you can watch mm-hmm. retrospectively. Yeah, I think they're streaming online, too. I think right. you can watch it online. But the online stuff is delayed. So if you're there, and the reason for being there is to physically be in the room, you don't get the benefit of the seeing the whole card. So it's kind of boring. I've done it for hours on end once, and, man, I'm a huge poker enthusiast. I did not find it engaging live-action <laughs> stuff, although it was interesting for me. If that's what interests him, that's the time to go. But if he wants the spectacle, the celebrity poker players, the mix of things and wants to be part of it, like the Super Bowl week, you got to go in – July. July. You got to go. You got to see all the side action. You got to see the other tournaments going on. You got to see the pl- thousands of players going back and forth. That you will not see for the uh, the final nine. Do they still have the expo? I remember no, that was your favorite that time. That was to my go. favorite part. And I wish they did, but apparently it was not profitable. It was more trouble than it was worth. But man, I loved that. All the booths, all the different people. But the closest you come to that is during June and July when you have all the side action. Um, and you, that's when you see the, oh, my God, that's, you know, that's Doyle Brunson. Oh, my God. You know, uh, that's what I, I think most people would prefer. But he may really want to be there for the authentic moment of competition yeah, yeah. where it's you know, narrowed down and people are cheering. That happens. Well, let me ask from a tourist perspective, is it cheaper to go – in the fall when it's really off-season for Las Vegas or if, in terms of hotel rooms? I mean, is There's it cheaper? no way to be certain. No? No, because you got to realize that as huge as the World Series of Poker is in our minds, in Las Vegas, it's almost treated as a non-entity. Yeah. That's changed a little bit. I think now you have some banners on some lampposts announcing it, but Las Vegas exists irrespective of the World Series. It's not like the Super Bowl is when it was in Jacksonville and Mm -hmm. the whole city is the Super Bowl. That's not what happens to Las Vegas. In fact, you could be at a casino, mention the World Series. If you're not in the poker room, people won't have any idea what you're talking about. Um, You you would not know that the World Series of poker is going on at the Rio Mm, if you did not know that the the World Series of poker was going on at the Rio. It's not like everybody talks about it. So there are no... Like the smaller hotels, I say, hey, World Series is here. You get a special deal if you. The come. poker rooms may. Ooh, okay. The poker rooms have a nice big tournaments yeah, at right. the same time in June and July. There's the you know the Venetian, the Win, uh, the Aria, uh, Binions, Golden Nugget, all have their own big tournaments. All right, sounds good. All right, listeners, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.